Okay, hello Dream Chasers and welcome to University Called Life. Today we have a very special guest for you and with us, Rajesh. So hi Rajesh, can you maybe introduce yourself in a few sentences? Yeah, hi Valerie, hi Prince. Um, I'm extremely happy to be a part of this show. Uh, my name is Rajesh Srinivasan. Um, I'm a marketing advisor to CEOs. I'm a marketing strategy consultant. I run my own boutique marketing firm called Mindful Marketing, uh, where I work with um, entrepreneurs um, and help them build a brand and grow their business. Uh, I've authored a book called Marketing Success Formula and co-authored two books also. I'm a keynote speaker. I go to conferences uh, and, and participate in in-house business events uh, related to um, marketing, modern marketing, branding and sales strategies. I live in Chennai, India, South India. I have uh, my wife uh, is a homemaker and I have a son, mischievous son who is studying uh, uh, undergraduation in Chennai. Um, we are a small family and Yes, I'm enjoying my life. Um, I'm, I'm passionate about marketing. I won't call marketing as my career or profession. Marketing is my play. <laughs> so I do constant research. Um, I'm a people observer. I try to watch people what they are doing. Uh, I try to dive deep into. I'm, I'm primarily a scuba driver. A scuba diver, not a. a a snorkeler i try to deep dive whatever i try to do i type i try to deep dive into things and uh, uh, see things at a much deeper level um, i read a lot of books um, i enjoy um, playing cricket playing and watching cricket these are some of my hobbies yeah Awesome, man. It's a pleasure having you here. Uh, so we, we kind of kept you anonymous for a while, uh, but uh, I've, I've worked with you. I've known you for, uh, uh, I think, more than a few months now. Uh, you're amazing. And uh, I remember our chat still about uh, being a snorkeler versus a scuba diver, how important it is to go in depth. And maybe sometimes even, even being a snorkeler helps. Um, so uh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. And yeah, I know it seems like I'm kind of working the graveyard shift uh, because that's what it is. It's like 7-ish a.m. here. Uh, it's my lamp that is lighting everything. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, Rajesh, I understand at some point uh, you kind of started uh, your own uh, journey, your own career um, as a freelancer. Uh, maybe you've worked in corporates before. Uh, how did that shift come about? Uh, do, do you want to uh, talk a little bit about that? share with us. Yeah. Uh, yes, Prince. Um, as I have told you earlier, I'm passionate about marketing strategy and all about investing and business growth. Uh, and what I came to know after a certain period of time in a regular nine to five job is um, it doesn't feed, uh, it didn't feed my curiosity because I'm stuck inside a system, right? So it has it, its own limitation when it comes to uh, 
uh, when it comes to demonstrating our creativity and when it comes to demonstrating our curiosity yes but i enjoyed my corporate life um, there is no doubt about that people who were my ceos my reporting managers uh, i thoroughly enjoyed working with them but there was a constant urge inside me to get out and explore the world in a much bigger way uh, even i was uh, working uh, the last two years of my career uh, i worked with a real estate company in chennai i headed uh, the marketing division uh, the ceo of that company uh, ranjit rathod was was very uh, he has motivated me uh, he has even even i was working he has allowed me to go and uh, do my business conferences workshops and everything he was very uh, very accommodative um, and he motivated me to uh, started this new venture uh, this boutique consulting firm so i've started in a in a uh, at the beginning of the pandemic i've started this uh, freelance consulting firm last march i have started this um i would say the initial one two years for even you know right for any any venture we need to give some breathing time for one two years time so that is how it all started it started from my own passion um of uh, marketing and branding so i thought uh, even before venturing into freelancing last one and a half two years before venturing into this i've started doing consulting meeting entrepreneurs casually uh, as part of my research and understanding how the market will be i've, I've started preparing one and a half two years back even before i ventured into a freelance and, and that and that shows uh, you have these amazing uh... conferences that you go to amazing keynote speeches uh already authored uh, a book and co-authored two books and i i think i read somewhere or a little birdie told me there's another one coming up uh you want to give people a little scoop on that yeah yeah uh yeah i'm planning to launch um my next book it's it's all about i i i i have a habit of writing 200 words minimum 150 to 200 words every single day i've learned this from Seth Gordon. Uh, so I've started practicing that for the last um, two and a half, three years. I regularly write on LinkedIn. So what I thought is all these writings shouldn't go waste, right? So I thought uh, I, I'm just consolidating all the ideas which I have written in the last two, two and a half years and coming out as a book. The book doesn't have any chapters. It has only ideas which you can quickly consume on the go. It's all about marketing strategy, sales again. but it's 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 purely my perspective um, how how i see the mark, uh, how i um, see marketing how i see branding it's my point of views yeah and that's that's amazing uh, like for those uh, that don't know uh, rajesh as he said he's very active on linkedin rajesh shrinivasan you can look him up um but if you're not connected you can follow him and read his content that's how we got connected actually i was curious about marketing and i was i would say a few months behind rajesh here uh, i also kind of started all the things in the middle of the pandemic uh just like val uh she also kind of uh, had to make a shift uh in the middle of the pandemic as as you know uh, val's uh, uh day today is uh helping people uh become uh fit uh, you know uh, achieve achieve more 
uh, personal goals, uh, so on and so forth. Like they, they want to feel better, they want to look better, uh, they want to reach that next step. And I, I don't want to fill in for you, Val, by, by all means, feel free to chime in uh, earlier. Yeah. Like I've silently sitting and in now. How is your venture going on, uh, Prince? Go Souls? Oh, uh, well, uh, we are still in that community building phase uh, because I think uh, since it's a little bit unique, uh, as, as you and I have spoken, right? Uh, unique in the sense that nobody's really actively talking about it. And uh, it goes without saying that brand always beats performance. Uh, we need to get more and more people to talk about it. And that's what we are focused on. Uh, we are lining up some amazing collaborations uh, at some point. Uh, we will be starting a podcast soon uh, there too. Uh, so yeah, let's see. Let's see. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, I, good I to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And uh, yeah, uh, also uh, another uh, insight that I would share with people is uh, Rajesh was kind of key there. Uh, when I was trying to figure the Indian market, though I've been raised there, I was still trying to understand it. And uh, I, I met Rajesh, as I said, I was curious about marketing. I've worked in corporate, but my role, uh, my roles have mostly been execution strategy and, and, and things like that. I would say I was a novice to marketing and then I started learning and I, was, I had all these reference points and Rajesh happened to be uh, one of the great reference points there. Along with uh, Kristen, uh, Rajesh added a lot of value in, in Coastal's too. Um, thank you, thank you so much. Oh no, uh, come on! Uh, it, it's 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 these simple things, right? That uh, that people tend to miss out. We we don't really uh, understand until we grasp the concept, and you kind of declutter that very uh, very simplistically. I would say uh, just just bringing those foundations back, bringing those basics back, and uh, that's amazing. Um, really thoroughly enjoy your content on LinkedIn for sure. Um, My pleasure, yeah. <laughs> there is one thing I found very interesting in what you were saying, Rajesh. You were talking a lot about curiosity, that it's basically passion, being curious. And I think that's something we could talk a bit more about because when you start a project on your own, uh, some people start, I would say, okay, for the wrong reasons. Like they want to make money, they want to have success, they want this, that. They just see the outcome. And what you say is basically the opposite, which is the approach I really like. It's mostly find something that makes you feel alive, that you care about, that you're passionate about, and then go from there. So maybe you have some more to say about that, some tips maybe to get started or to figure it out. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Which in, even um, um, I, I used to get stuck sometime at, at the outcome outcome part. We are all, uh, our human mind, we have survival instinct, right? We all, we, I, even I, I fall prey into it. I started getting, but whenever I am in doubt, whenever there is an inner struggle, I used to ask this question. What is, what do I really care about? why I have started this in the first place. So then I get, um, I center around my passion dreams. I'm, I'm, I'm also get pulled towards um, the outcomes and get frustrated um, a lot of times. But one single question, as you rightly asked, why I've started this in the first place, it, it naturally directs me. Uh, I, I get centered around that thought. Then uh, things, things start falling in place. So the reason why I say <laughs> I say that is because I've learned this um, idea called NATO, never attached to the outcome. NATO, never attached to the outcome. 
and um, and even warren buffett uh, once said games are won won by the players who focus on the playing field not on the score scorecard so uh, it means i have to focus on my play my game rather than focusing on the outcome or seeing the scorecard Uh, quite often i'll give you an example when i started my linkedin journey a uh, content creation journey uh, in linkedin 3 years back 2 and a half 3 years back i used to post content i never get likes or uh, comments or the engagement was very very poor in my uh, during the initial stage of my content creation journey but I, i persisted because it came out of my heart i used to get frustrated Uh, I, I used to get a break uh, of uh, four or five days, and then uh, then come back and post again. Then I I come back and ask this question one more time: Why am I doing this? And started focusing on myself than seeing the outcome or results. So again, even now, whenever I get disturbed, when I deeply study myself, I start focusing on some other things, especially the outcomes, uh, and and. Uh, I, I I come back and ask this primary question, the curio the the curiosity part, uh, the 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 cause why I am doing all these things. Uh, so then I get some clarity out of it. I love that. I love this idea. Uh, it's very important, I believe, to also learn that we have to let go. Like we want to control the outcome. We have usually this fixed idea like this is going to lead there but maybe you're closing doors you're not seeing the things that are actually coming like new opportunities you couldn't have even imagined and i think in your field maybe you see that a lot as well uh having maybe some new opportunities ones you couldn't predict and having to just seize them and not just overlook them because you're so focused on what you had in mind in the first place you're right you're right absolutely right If, if our mind is fixated on something uh, we will not be able to see the obvious right so um, you're right 100% right yeah Maybe. every day as as jeff bezos says every day we need to have that day one mindset coming out keeping all our preconceived notions all our um, uh, biases it's it's a very difficult exercise it's easier said than done i can give lot of advice on this but It, uh, even i struggle on this part seeing everything from a beginner's perspective having that beginner's mind and seeing things very tough i'm i'm still working on it yes you're right 100% right yeah having that beginner's mindset is very key to anything that you do really uh, whether you're pivoting or um yeah when you pivot you you do need data to kind of change uh, steer direction but then still um and it's not just warren buffett right if we draw to uh, some mythological uh, uh, script like books and so on uh, lord krishna uh, there there's a shloka that uh, that goes like karmanyavadi karastan uh, i i don't want to yeah i might end up pronouncing it wrong so i don't want to go there but um, yeah it's it's like you you put in the effort and then not be attached to the outcome uh, and that's your journey that that you go through uh, and and you will naturally grow Uh, but that's that's amazing um so uh, basically uh, what we are uh, sensing reading here is your passion and your drive for your passion and your curiosity for your passion is what 
draw you uh drew you towards this uh towards this shift in the career and uh, again again amazing you've been great at it uh as you said naturally for everybody there are some challenges but uh, kind of have to uh attach ourselves to the big picture and 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 focus on adding value uh so to speak right awesome <laughs> So um uh I would uh, maybe what what else uh, would be an advice that you would give to somebody that is just starting out whether they want to um pivot and uh, start as a freelancer or um I don't know whether somebody is uh, mulling over some ideas and they want to maybe start a initiate a startup because you said you're an advisor to CEOs uh what advice would you give to people who are maybe first time founders and uh and are looking to start their business yeah so when it uh, the mindset which we need to have when we are running a freelance business or uh, and the mindset which we need to have when we are running a startup is entirely different because freelance the freelancer i cannot scale up my business after some point of time it's all about me so there here the approach is totally different but as an entrepreneur or a startup founder your approach is entirely different you 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 will have to scale up your business grow beyond your um, beyond yourself so what i've learned as a freelancer is um, you need to build that credibility in the first place before um, even uh, because there are a lot of freelancers out there right so a lot of people even the gig economy is growing fast there is a huge opportunity no doubt about that uh but it's always better especially particularly if you are a freelancer it's always better to focus on some specific or a specialized knowledge use your own specialized knowledge or skill than being a generalist because people it's very easy to start uh, build credibility and uh, get your work done uh, get your leads or get your um, projects done in the first place because initial one or two years it's more like a business even for a freelancer you have to get the projects done build credibility and show that credibility again to the market to get more more leads it means during the initial stage we may even have to work for uh some projects where we can even do at a lower cost just to get the get things done and get the feel of the market then start uh, start doing bigger projects B- building credibility is the number one thing for a freelancer so it means you have to start very small uh, and then uh, use your specialized skill or knowledge rather than being generic then you are good to go i think and it's always better to demonstrate your skill sets uh, through any platform it could be uh, if you're in b2b it could be business uh, if you're serving the businesses it could be linkedin or uh, if you're into b2c segment you can use instagram but it's always better to demonstrate your value up front to the audience before trying to sell them that i'm practicing it religiously and i could see some uh, i could see better results so i would suggest that also again if you are a startup founder the story is entirely different um uh, you just need to again um find traction for your business very quickly i usually suggest um 
startup founders to simplify their business model rather than having too many products or too many services because the there is only one aim of a startup that is to cross the chasm to cross to, to go to the mainstream market so if we have too many products or services it's very difficult to do that uh, it's like carrying a burden um, of uh, 100 200 kilos in uh, in us and trying to jump uh, jump the cliff so it's it's very difficult so it's it's better to simplify your model keep choose a very choose a minimum viable market again those could be the early adopters or early adopters you can even join hands with them and then they will spread the word to the market just try to satisfy few people in the first place and then they will help us to go mainstream that is that is a primary suggestion or recommendation i would give to the startup founders so it's it's very similar in the sense that when you are starting out as a freelancer or uh, you're initiating a startup so to speak you're you're establishing a startup as you said we have to find a niche in both cases you have to find a niche to stand out uh and yes that's a that's a very uh a rookie mistake for first time founders they try to uh do a lot of products a lot of services in one package and then that's just too much to too much to address and then the categorization is not perfect um not even like don't even aim for perfect but then you have just too much to do uh too much to focus on and it kind of gets scattered all over the place true yeah um yeah and if somebody is in the service business uh they would typically uh, there have been a lot of stories that i've come across and i'm i'm certain you might have as well right uh, people do start out as a freelancer they would try to uh serve people uh do some consulting uh, for them and slowly as they start getting more work and more work and then how they'll hire people and it doesn't necessarily have to be a startup with a certain product it can also be a startup that offers a certain uh specific service and and so on and so forth so that's that's how they typically uh scale uh, yeah yeah you're right yeah there is a scope for scaling your freelance business also yeah true yeah okay Okay, awesome. Uh so uh Val, the questions from your end. Uh you've been just yeah. silently observing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening carefully. That was very interesting. Uh but although I would like to link maybe with what you said before about being very consistent and persistent. Like you were saying in the first place, you were creating content on LinkedIn and you had like zero like, almost no comments, nothing in the first place. And then continuing over time, you started to have more engagement, more interaction, more feedback. And that's also going in the same direction, I believe. Start small, be consistent and just keep doing it because of course, if you don't have credibility yet, if people don't know you yet they don't really care they won't watch you they won't listen to your message but then over time you there you continue you give value and over time it will build up so i believe that's what you were kind of saying also and i think it's nice to link both together yeah true well yeah that is what um, even uh, i practice uh, religiously day in and day out uh, because what i have observed in marketing is I've done these mistakes during the early stage of my uh, career. Even in my, I, I was into sales uh, when I started my career 15 years back, 15, 16 years back. So the primary reason for my struggle is I was always um, asking for sale directly to the 
whenever you pitch for sale whenever you go after and, and ask for sale and chase people they eventually start rippling away from us right so it's always better um, to position us as a trusted advisor and demonstrate to our audience that we can help them out in some 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 ways because um, i um, even uh, information is there everywhere right so people can go and consume content everywhere but how we we create our own content related to what we do here the key the key idea is if i am into marketing it's i need to demonstrate upfront that i can help you something related to marketing so that coordinated effort is very very important whatever you are doing at the back end you create that as a form of content source in the front end so that people naturally connect with connect with you and they perceive you as an expert so when they perceive us as an as an expert whenever they have a challenge we will be we naturally become their go to person it, it is it it is totally different from the conventional sales process where we call the prospects we do outbound calling and then chase them fix them appointments uh here it's it's entirely different so i found this very effective in the first place um uh, that is why i even i i i practiced this for the last 2 2 1/2 years time and it's really working well for me fix yep. appointments with them and then they ghost you um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know uh, and i i do want to tie this as well uh, when it comes to establishing credibility another similarity that we notice in uh, freelancing uh, and then uh, and then those uh, that are that have a product and they are trying to bring it to the market in freelancing you're establishing credibility for yourself and when it comes to your startup you're establishing credibility for your product that's your brand awareness uh, that you're trying to raise um and and it was a wonderful point that yeah when you're perceived as the expert uh people just kind of naturally flock to you um so that was uh, thank you thank you for uh pointing that out what would be uh what would be some some books that you would advise uh people to read uh obviously yours we are going to list uh so people will have those uh, <laughs> will have those listed uh in the description of the podcast there uh but then uh what other books and also I'm curious uh that uh, quote from Warren Buffett ab- uh, about um, you know uh being in your play and so on and so forth was it from tap dancing to work oh, sorry uh was it from tap dancing to work uh, there's a book by Warren Buffett called tap dancing to work no i i i used to generally read the quotes of Warren Buffett and contemplate each and every quote uh, i didn't okay. get that from any of the book Okay. I got that online. Uh, I think I've read it in Forbes. I see. Fair enough. I I've read the Warren Buffett way uh tap dancing to work is just sitting in my bookshelf and staring at me and right now like miles away. Uh it's in India in my bookshelf and up here in Canada. So. <laughs> But yeah, he what uses, would be uh, the the uh, he uses a lot of analogy in his quote mm-hmm. and that makes all these quote uh is quotes very interesting and resonating to us. Awesome. Uh maybe if you have a link to that uh, Forbes article uh and you want to send it over to me I'll put it up on the podcast description so people can uh refer yeah, to yeah. it it would be a great resource for them. So what sure. would be some books that you would recommend people uh to read uh just Yeah. Um I I my reading list which I had for the for last year I can even share that. 
sapiens um from nova ferrari um, and then this is marketing from seth gordon and then nudge by richard taller it, it's all about behavioral science um and then predictably irrational and it's also about um behavioral science and then um, one interesting book which i have read um so it's richard cox's 8020 principle uh, i read read uh, there are certain books which i read multiple times not one times so 8020 principle is one such book uh, i've read it four five times uh, and then yeah these are the books which are coming to my mind immediately and then one more book for startups it's in my hand <laughs> this is also my reference book it's called the lean startup from eric ries i am also reading this for the fourth time just to pick up some ideas so my reading habit is um uh, i i i have 10 15 books in my hand uh i reread this book for 4 5 6 7 times um so that those ideas um, get uh, deeply ingrained in my subconscious so as i said i am also good at um, snorkeling i read lot of content um, i am not uh, i am not against snorkeling i read lot of other not just businesses i consume i do lot of snorkeling and consume content left right and center on entertainment i go and watch movies i wa- i watch what what my son watches in netflix Uh, and i even watch what my wife consumes on uh, youtube just to um, have that um, uh, idea of um, uh, because as a marketer or a business owner you need to have various ideas right we cannot just get stuck in business concept and all those things so at the end of the day our mind uh, the, the mental model which i practice is i go into the divergent mode of thinking and consume lot of things and then i get into the convergent mode and try to learn some concepts very deeply so i go and do snorkeling and i also go and do scuba diving i do this parallelly and uh, today uh, our today's conversation has been a great demonstration of snorkeling so we'll we'll definitely have you back and scuba dive and yeah. and, and some of the things uh, for sure uh, so before we wrap here val what is your uh, fitness tip uh, for this week Well, for this week my fitness tip, I would like to link it a bit with the content here. And by the way, I love the scuba diving analogy because I do scuba diving, so best image ever. <laughs> But my fitness tip here uh would be also to build over time. Like I said a bit last time being patient, but going a bit further would be to implement one new thing at the time and really be consistent with it. Uh because if you start for example just walking a bit more daily, it's nothing it's not much it can be 10 15 minutes but you do it every day consistently and then it becomes like part of who you are and then you can add up something more and you can go further and you can just build upon that so just making things part of who you are rather than a chore you have to do or oh i have to work out i don't want to no just make it be something that's part of who you are part of your life and make it easy you brush your teeth every day it's not a chore it's easy you just i, I hope you do <laughs> i hope you do oh <laughs> but you know it's just something you do it's how it is so just make it the same for taking care of yourself moving your body and that's the easiest way to go about it 
Awesome. Uh, and yeah, simplicity is key, uh, as as well said, as uh, Rajesh uh, shared with us as well. Uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, signing off now. Uh, thank you, everybody. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go thanks on. a lot, Rajesh, for being with us <laughs> and sharing your knowledge and your wisdom. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Prince and Val. It's my. It's definitely my pleasure to be. Um, to be here with both of you and spend some um, uh, valuable time uh, just trying to understand even the questions which you have asked um, uh, made me to uh, introspect on so many things thank you so much for that truly appreciate your time bye you're amazing and we appreciate your time too and uh, as i said we'll have you again uh, on on one of the episodes to school but i will thank you thank you thank you so much bye all right Bye.